Cybersecurity is an ever-growing field, and representation within it matters more than ever. We here at the Other Side of the Firewall podcast strive to highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, people of color who have made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall into those senior and C-suite level positions. Aside from interviews of IT professionals just like you, our crew will have fun discussing the latest and greatest news, measures to protect yourself from bad actors on the interwebs, and sprinkle in some games and entertainment as well. Now with that out of the way, let's get to the show. What is the deal? What's up, everybody? My name is Ryan Williams, and today, as always, I'm joined by Shannon, the Million Dollar Man, Times. Make money, money, make money, money, money. <laughs> and Levon, regular-ass Twitter name, Maynard. Yep, boring as always. <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> I, I had to use that one. I liked that at the end of the last show. He's like, it's just my regular-ass name. Regular-ass name. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this week, we have an action-packed show for you. Uh, at the top of the show in the bluff or bottom line up front for the uninitiated, uh, we will discuss the FBI's ability to read your private signal app messages and Cyberpunk 2077 source code being stolen and then sold for the highest bidder. Uh, in topic one, Levon will break down the concept of virtual CISOs. And in topic two, Shannon will go into the details concerning the hacking of a Florida water plant. Uh, and then, as always, it'll be followed by what we've been playing. Uh, but first, how's everybody's week? No no complaints from me, man. Uh, didn't study. I know. I know how to do it. Oh, <laughs> man. No, I know. I didn't study. Oh, man. How you going to be somebody's virtual CISO? You ain't studying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I could, I could, I could, I could be one of them Jamaicans. I could hold down for a job. You know what I mean? Who so, knows <laughs> if I do that? But no, I, di- I didn't study at all this week. Um, uh, but yeah, family's good, man. It's been crazy cold over here, though. It's uh, let's see here, three degrees right now. I think it is. Ooh. Wind chills like negative six or something like that. Yeah, it's, it's wild. Yeah, so good old Colorado. You know? Mm-hmm. No, no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> I like how Shannon put that that new. Big ass TV right behind him as his backdrop. Yeah. <laughs> Showing it off. I, I had to get to a different room. I had to get to a different room. I like my basement. I don't have a door on my basement. So for me, I came into the bedroom now because I could shut the door or whatever, you know, and the kids be downstairs and they don't hear them. But yeah, I, I just had to change up the room. So yeah, so many rooms. How many basements you got? That's the <laughs> no, it ain't like that. Look, I got, I got to share the basement. Even I got two kids living down there, man. Oh man, that's the life right there. Man, got west know, wings, east wings, north wings, south wings. Yeah. When the last time you yeah. seen the kids? <laughs> in a whole different wing. They, they a whole different wing. I don't, I don't pay attention to them now, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about you, Levon? What you got going on? Dang, I just been, uh, I just been chilling out. Not to get too much into it, I've been. Uh, I've been uh, very, uh, very actively watching the uh, some some impeachment trials going on right now. Not to get too oh, political man. or anything, but I've been <laughs> kind of seeing what that's all about as it, as it affects us and and other people. But besides that, I've been uh, chilling out, kicking back. Um, uh, what I got going on this week? Uh, same born routine, I suppose. Been kind of trapped inside the house a little bit, the COVID restrictions, and um, you know, go walk, go on walks every now and then with the dog. With the wife hanging out, enjoying some uh, some quality time, but uh, they're pretty chill over here. Not much going on. Anything going on with you, Ryan, in the in the desert over there? <laughs> Man, it's I mean, it's warm. At least there's that. Like so, uh, I, I've been trying to get my run on. They had a five k this past weekend, so or this weekend, 
it's a long weekend for me. So I ran that. Uh, I won a T-shirt. So did everybody else. So <laughs> we, we all got, got the same T-shirt. Hey, listen, I, I got there before they ran out. So that means I ain't coming last. That's all I got to say. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> uh, but aside from that, man, playing video games, trying to decompress. Um, I think I convinced my employer to pay for the, the GAC certified forensic uh, uh, analyst. So the GCFA. Uh, I'm going to see if it sticks. So if it does, that's why I'm taking a break. I got to let my brain relax before I, I jump into that. Uh, but aside from that, man, just long weekend. Hmm. Long weekend. Long weekend. So people are now seeing it for the first time on video. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to give you a quick shout out too. I saw that the uh, it was five course breakfast meal that you had. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> shared with us the other day. I was like, dang, he's like living like the lap of luxury over there, getting these yeah. like waffles and eggs and, and and potatoes and all this kind of stuff. Looking yeah, looking man. pretty nice. Breakfast, it was, was it Valentine's Day brunch or whatever. But yeah. uh that was I was sitting there with my boss. <laughs> <laughs> That's not awkward. <laughs> it was like, all right, well, happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, so. man. That's good. Though. It's, it's yeah. all good. It's all Quality good. time with the boss. Yeah, man. So it's gonna be a long year, but about a, about a quarter of it's done. So I'm all, it's all good. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're on video now. So hopefully it uh, does record and does go well. Uh, we will see. So if you're right. you're hearing this, because the audio is gonna work. If you're hearing it and you never get a chance to see it, well, it's because I messed up. And that's why I should <laughs> be a producer. So <laughs> we will see how this works out. As a little experiment, but uh, so uh, up top, we have uh, two two uh, hot topics. I'm calling them uh, the the bluffs. So uh, bluff one, uh, apparently the FBI can read your uh, private signal messages. So uh, we we talk about this time and time again about how um, your data isn't necessarily secure. There's always uh, the ability for people to get in there, make sure you patch your stuff. This is a prime example. Um, so you have people who are moving the signal because they don't believe that WhatsApp or Waker and all those other uh, platforms are, are uh, very safe. You even had uh, Elon Musk tweet out about Signal uh, taking mm -hmm. over the the, the private uh, messaging game. Well, apparently, uh, at least in older uh, iPhones, um, it looks as though in iPhone 11, uh, the receipts, so to speak, so the messages from a uh, gun trafficking, or I guess you can't really call them gun traffickers till they're convicted, but uh, some suspects in the gun trafficking case, um, their signal messages are being used as evidence. Um, so the website, let me pull this up. It's a new format, so I gotta rearrange mm -hmm. my pages. So the website was Forbes, right? So I trust Forbes, their, their information is pretty good. Um, uh, what they're saying is they obtained court documents that showed that the uh, the, the messages were in there from a 2020 um, case in New York for uh, gun traffickers. Uh, they said from the metadata that they could see on the photos, it appears as though it was, came from iPhone 11 or a uh, iPhone SE. And uh, it was in partial AFU or um, after first unlock. And the messages were plain as day, as well as their um, uh, metadata attached to it as well. So apparently they can. Uh, Forge reached out to Apple to find out if Apple knew anything about it. Apple said that uh, they don't believe that that's a, a case with 
properly patched phones. Uh, there's no evidence that it happens to the iPhone 12, their flagship uh, phone. And they said, basically, make sure you patch your, your, uh, your devices. So that's pretty much all they, all they would talk about. Um, and then obviously the FBI is not going to give away their, their, their secrets. So what do you guys think about this? Go ahead, LeVon. Uh, dang. Well, I don't know. I don't know my thoughts on this. I think it's, um, so, so I'm kind of like just kind of glazing over the article as well that you sent. And it's, uh, it's definitely interesting. I mean, it's obviously the, uh, uh, the FBI is using this for, uh, supposedly a seem seemingly, um, good, good purpose, good, good use to, to catch some bad guys that are in, 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 uh, in the, in the, in the process of uh, doing some illegal shenanigans. But obviously this is kind of concerning as far as a, a regular, uh, regular user, not that I use iPhone, but just being a regular cell phone user concerned about my data being, uh, captured by uh, the FBI, just, you know, just, just, uh, um, capture my communications to me, maybe some of my loved ones or anything like that. They can uh, easily access using some of their, some, some of this uh, technology. But um, I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I think there's maybe, maybe there's a balance between um, uh, the good of the people versus like privacy, as far as like maintaining uh, security against uh, some, some would be some malicious actors out there that, that have uh you know, has some, some bad, um, bad plans for us. Imagine like if somebody, I don't know, was, uh, was in sort of like nuclear, nuclear arms trade and they're sending messages on their iPhone or something like that. Obviously you kind of want to know <laughs> what they're up to. I think that's good that they are able to capture that kind of information, but at the same time for, for privacy uh, sakes, uh, you know, it's obviously kind of concerning that they'd be able to access some of this data, but uh, you know, I, I have a little bit mixed feelings about it. I don't know. I, I have to kind of think about it for a little bit, but uh, it's, it's an interesting story. I mean, obviously, we, we've known for years that FBI and all these other um, investigation units have access to, you know, these digital, uh, uh, this digi digital content, able to access our phones and, you know, accessing cameras in the streets and seeing where you're at at a certain time, accessing like satellites and tracking your GPS signal and all this kind of stuff satellite signals and all this uh what the towers are bouncing off of all that so it's uh it's uh it's something that's not not like brand new to us in in the general public especially with the snowden thing and all that but i think it's a it's an interesting story do you have you have much thoughts on it shannon so so i do have i do have a few thoughts on this right so this is one of those things that we've talked about it on the podcast before on the show before right so don't put something out there in the in the digital world right that you don't that you don't want out there right that you don't think you would be willing to say publicly or anything like that right so right. that's how I, that's that's kind of how i treat all my communications right like i got some stuff here's the thing i will never run for public office because I, <laughs> I got some stuff i can put in some text and whatnot you know what i mean yeah that comes back that could definitely be misconstrued if it's only given in bits and pieces right um and, and i know we've talked before about like the patriot act right so at what point, like what you're saying, Levon, at what point are you willing to say, okay, I need this for security versus, you know, my privacy, right? Mm -hmm. For me, I'm a law-abiding citizen, right? 
At least I think I am, right? Yeah. We don't know yet, for sure. Yeah, yeah at least I think <laughs> I am. Allegedly. Yeah, Allegedly. There'll be something on the books. There'll be something on the books in the 1870s. I probably, you know, haven't done. You know, I'm in an interracial marriage, so I probably can't go to some states, right? So, mm-hmm. but but it's yeah. one of those things where, it's one of those things where, what are you willing to give up? And for me, um, I I lean more to the side where. I don't mind this as much because I want the security, right? My biggest concern is what they can do with this information. You have to assume, you have to assume that everyone in the FBI, everyone in the police department, sheriff's office, any type of law enforcement, you have to assume that they're all law abiding and doing the right thing. We know that's not the case, right? Mm-hmm. 2020 taught us that. It showed us that, right? Right. You have to assume that everybody's doing everything the right way, which you can't. So my my big concern would be whether or not somebody takes something that I have done, have written down, have said and and maybe altered it because you know you ever you ever seen those uh what do they call them the deep fake videos and whatnot Mm -hmm, right yeah it's not you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. what's to say i don't end up on one of those right where i say i'm gonna do something illegal i'm not even gonna give an example just so it can't right because i was like we gonna record that (laughs) no 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 that's what i'm talking about don't put it out there in the digital world you know but but that would be my biggest concern but for me i'm I, I lean toward, more towards the side of security, right? Like, I want these alleged gun runners, gun runners caught, right? Like, I'm a, I'm a legal gun owner. I think I'm a responsible gun owner, right? But not everybody is, is like that, and that's not who they're targeting, right? Being gun runners, you're not looking for the legal people, right? To say, okay, I'm going to sell right. the good guys. I'm going to sell all them the guns, right? That's just not mm-hmm. how that goes. So for me, uh, again, I, I know I'm not, I know I'm in the minority with that, right? Because a lot of people be like, "Oh, I want my privacy. I want this, this, that, and the third. Well, right. you want it when it's convenient, right? Like after after. So here's the thing: after 9/11 happened, like how many people were all for? Yes, let's go find them regardless, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, heard right. It all Whatever the time, it takes. All, all the time. Exactly. Exactly. Because there was an event that affected you at that time. But in this relative time of peace, I'll say relative peace, right? People are more worried about their own privacy and their own security, right? Like I'm not, why are you looking at me? I'm not a, I'm, I'm not someone who's doing something illegal, but I don't know until I know, right? I don't right. know until I look into you, right? But again, it goes back to what am I gonna do with that information? If I wanna get you, I'm gonna get you. You're gonna be on a deep fake somewhere saying <laughs> stuff about, you know, circus peanuts, you know? Right, I mean? right, <laughs> so, right. But, but that's, 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 that's kind of my feelings on that. on on how that all plays out again i i don't put anything out there i wouldn't either say to somebody's face um or that i wouldn't say out in the open if need be again that's why i won't run for public office right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i'm right there with you i think i think too i'm sorry to cut you off ryan Uh, no you're fine uh, I was just going to add, just add to what you were saying, Shannon. I just, there's uh, deep fakes and things like that. I just think technology is getting so advanced. Pretty soon, you know, people can be able to do all kinds of crazy things with your image, and like, you know, you know, you can be able to tell if like a video is actually a real video if somebody composed it and somehow like, you know, you know, all of a sudden they put a gun in your hand and like, you know, or some, you know, some random like, you know, whatever, uh, uh, you know, Photoshop type thing they they put on the video. Just, just, just dread, right? I mean, we talked about yeah, it. Just right. Dread. Yep. Yep. So yeah, it's interesting technology, man. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a blessing and a curse at the same time. I mean, so much stuff we got going on nowadays. Yeah, definitely. So uh, yeah, I'm like you, I'm, I'm of two minds. Like, obviously I don't think they're coming after me cause I'm not doing anything. Um, but slippery slope. Uh, I honestly don't, it's, I, I hate to excuse companies, uh, because ultimately they, they need to do their due, due diligence. Right. So, uh, the creators of Signal have to go in there, make sure they patch it, make sure it's good to go. 
Apple needs to make sure they uh, they push out patches to 11 or SE or whatever uh, got hit with this. But in the day, the FBI is going to do what the FBI does. Uh, these government agencies hire people to break into systems. They're going to it's it's, a, it's an arms race. Every time you come out a patch, they're going to come out with a they're going to figure out a new th- uh, vulnerability, and then uh, um, uh, aggress on it. And then mm-hmm. hopefully they you know I mean from their perspective they want to hide it, but then it comes out. Forbes finds a court document that then tells the world like, hey, they're able to get into your stuff because who knows how long they've had this ability. Right. So, right. That's true. It's not not much you could do except for uh, don't send naked pics. Try That's to- right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Shannon, stop sending me those naked okay. pics, man. <laughs> hey, but again, I don't mind having those out there. So. <laughs> they were pretty nice. I'm not going to lie. I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> All right, so no no segue. Uh, bluff number two. So hackers uh, claim to have sold Cyberpunk 2077 and Witcher 3 source code. So uh, we've been talking about this every other week or every almost every week about all these game companies being targeted because, you know, gaming is uh, a several billion dollar industry, right? It's in the, uh, the triple digit billions. Uh, they, games make money. Uh, what's crazy, though, is uh, CD, CD Projekt Red, the makers of Cyberpunk, were already in the news because they released 2077 in, in a, a state that was uh, almost unplayable to everybody except for the uh, that had the best PCs, right? So if you bought it on console, you, if you're not playing it on uh, uh, next gen, only one out of three of us was able to find a next gen system, if not two, <laughs> then you're not, you're, not, you're not able to play it. Um, <laughs> But so they're they're in, in hot water for that, and then now there's a lawsuit bubbling up uh, because of the uh, the game. There's a class action that's that's being leveraged against them. Uh, but on top of it, uh, there was a vulnerability in their network. Somebody got in, encrypted a few of their systems, uh, was able to steal uh, finance data, game data apparently, where they got the source code for Witcher Three Cyberpunk. And I found out that this Witcher Three was not the one that was already out. This is the Witcher Three that's coming out with ray tracing. So it's a future. Uh, a future build of Witcher 3 is already out in the wild before it even had a chance to get released. There's another one called um, Iron Throne or Thronebreaker or something like that. I think that's DLC that was going to come out. Uh, And then obviously Cyberpunk 2077, even though it was released in a terrible state, it still sold 13 million copies uh, in like two weeks. So Mm. it was still breaking records, right? So there's still money to be made, uh, especially after they fixed the game. so CD Projekt Red did what we said last week that you should do, put your foot down. They put their foot down and said, no, we're not going to pay. Uh, no customer data was uh, compromised to our knowledge. We have backups of all of our stuff. So even though they encrypted our drives, we still have backups. Um, so they did everything right. And they were like, it, it is what it is. We know that something is going to happen because of this. Uh, apparently, the uh, the bad actors put it up for a million bucks or best offer. or It was it a was million dollars. Uh, or 500,000 at the least. And then it was like 7 million instant. You give me $7 million, I give you the code a day. So mm. apparently it went up for sale and it went right back off the uh, market. So somewhere between a million and 7 million is what they're estimating. They made off of the source code for a game they did not create. Mm. Uh, so it's, it's out there in a the while. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if we start to see it kind of uh, bubble up over the next couple of weeks. If not days, people have mods for a game that even come out yet. And like, it's going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I commend them on putting their foot down. And now we will see if this uh, scares the industry. Like, will they, will it, will they toe the line or will they, they all 
uh, you know, uh, back down because of it. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, first of all, you know, uh, definitely commend them and able to uh, get through this process without, you know, dishing out any money to these, uh, to these uh, uh, ransomware uh, bad baddies trying to, you know, trying to have some amount of money. So I think it's, I think it's great that they're, <laughs> that they're doing this, that they, that they were able to, uh, you know, get through it. They had a, a nice backup system that they were able to restore the data. Um, you know, it's unfortunate the source code was able to get released. Um, I'm sure people that are technically savvy enough that can make use of that source code, maybe re kind of republish the game and some sort of like, you know, pirated version. Um, but I think, um, I think overall, I think it's a good move. I think that they will benefit more from, um, you know, maintaining their, their, uh, their, I don't know, maintaining their like dignity or maintaining like their, uh, you know, uh, I, guess it, it, I wouldn't say integrity. I don't know what that would yeah, be. Yeah. Yeah. I try to think of a way to describe yeah. that, but just being able to like kind of stick it to these ransomware people that, that everybody's not going to concede to what they're, uh, to what they're, they're, what they're doing and trying to like get money out of these companies. Um, and, you know, I actually just finished playing The Witcher 3. Uh, it's a little while ago. So that's kind of, it's kind of near and dear to my heart to see this game get released. You know, I think it was a pretty good game. It's like, uh, it was pretty fun. It's like a pretty much open world kind of like uh, uh, adventure type game where you, you build up your character, collect items, all that kind of stuff. So it's a pretty cool game, but I'm glad that, that these people weren't able to get money out of them. It's sad that somebody else, somebody out there, some, somebody obviously, or some company, a group of people that have a lot of money were able to uh, purchase this from these uh, ransomware, uh, ransomware uh, actors. And, um, you know, unfortunately, source code's out there somewhere. And it's, uh, I guess it's time would tell what they do with it and how it affects uh, the company in general. But, you know, overall, I think it's a good thing that, you know, I think it's, uh, it's a decent ending to the story, um, but we'll see how, how actually maybe, maybe not exactly the ending yet, but we'll see how it turns out once they, uh, if any of the source code gets out there and, and becomes like, I don't know. And, and it's, a, it's, it's such a sad thing too, but anyway, like this, this, there's a lot of people that pirate games anyway, and they find these, they find like legit copies that are, have been manipulated, like no, whether or not they have the source code, they can just like, they have uh, the tech savvy enough just to get into the code of the software and able to manipulate it enough that they can install it on any system and, you know, don't need any kind of keys and all this kind of stuff. So I know these people out there that can, can manage that without even having a source code. So I think, I don't think the, the Witcher group um, actually really lost out on much in general. Um, but I guess time would tell what comes of it. But what you, what you think about it, Shannon? So, so I got a, I got a couple thoughts on this, right? So, like when we when you first sent this one out, when this one first came out in the group, I was like, well, the money's already been made. Was my thinking? You said the Witcher three one is uh, is not the same one that's out though, Ryan, or it is? The same no, it's, it's I guess it's gonna no, it's gonna be like the the next gen, uh, like remaster or yeah. or uh, just prettier. It's gonna be a lot prettier than the last one. So I mean, it, it's so the the. I don't want to say the game is out there, but like the, the bones are out there already of what's what's been said. Right. right. But so like when you first when you first sent this out, right? I don't remember if it was you or Levon. I think it was you, wasn't it? With the, with this one, I can't remember. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. So the first yeah. one, I, was, I was like the money's been made already right so i was like cyberpunk was I, I called it a failure right but 13 million copies is nothing nothing to laugh at but i read the reviews yeah. on cyberpunk and people were not happy about it right so it's like mm-hmm. one of those word of mouth things where <clears throat> you'll have people excuse me <clears throat> you'll have people that'll be like well, I wasn't going to buy it anyway, or I already bought it. They already got my money. They're not going to get any more for any more cyberpunk, right? Um, right. With, with The Witcher 3, I thought it was the one that was already released a few years ago, and I was like, okay, that money's already been made. So I didn't think it was that big a deal. Now, with what you mentioned last week, with the EU was talking about kind of making it to where nobody would have to pay out for these things, like yeah. uh, uh, Ryan. So or, the, or they couldn't. It would be illegal for them to pay yeah, out. it would be illegal for yeah. them to pay out. This... I like to see what they did because they kind of they kind of gave them the finger, right? Like, you know what? It is what it is. You do what you got to do, but we we mm-hmm. we're, we're going to keep moving forward. Now, this could this could have a couple different different effects, right? Like, if if what the information that they got is terrible, then people will be like, okay, I can't trust the I can't trust the studio anymore to put out a quality game, right? Like, if it gets mm-hmm. out there, or it can make them do better because now they have to make changes to something that's not already out there in the wild. Right. So now they're like, okay, well now we got to really step our game up and we have to change it to where it's not what's already out there that people have seen that they may or may not have liked. So yeah, it could, it, it, it could go one of the, it could go one of those two ways. Right. Um, Hopefully, hopefully it's the way where they, they say, okay, let's step it up and let's get better. Let's not, be like EA and put out a terrible Madden like they did this last year, right? <laughs> I go down that road um, and have to patch it like every five days or whatever it is and do something different. But yeah, no, good for them. I, I say good for them. They put their foot down. Was like, hey, do what you do. You know what I mean? <laughs> and just keep it moving. So yeah, I yeah. like. That. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, um, man, I lost my train of thought. I was going to say that the. Um, uh, I hope that they kind of learn from this as well, because obviously, you know, it's good that they had backups and all this kind of stuff. But hopefully they, you know, we talked about last last week, hopefully they actually patch whatever vulnerability they have, you know, not just leaving it open, like, you know, right. hoping that hoping that they don't, you know, re reintroduce the, or, you know, re, re, uh, uh, re kind of pretty much. Le- leave it open for re-attacks, yeah. Leave yeah, it for re-attack, yeah. just re-attack the same uh, vulnerability that they got got through last time. So hopefully they they learn from that as well. Yeah, so we'll see. So I think in the article they did state that they had uh, uh, fixed the vulnerability. They didn't state what it was, or how okay. they, how the, the bad actor got in there. I, that's what I want to know. Um, yeah, but uh, they did say that they had fixed it. They had started to recover, and then they, the drives that were were uh, locked are just locked. They're like it is what it is, basically. Um, I think they were just more concerned about the customer data that uh, supposedly did not get leaked, which is good. Mm-hmm. But their finances and HR and all that other stuff did get leaked. Uh, I don't know if you remember way back when Sony got hacked uh, by uh, what we believe to be North Korea because of the movie. It pissed them off. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were releasing people's salaries. They were like showing the disparity between uh, how much the, the female male CEOs were making and stuff like that. Like they made, they made it very painful for Sony um, when they released all their data. But mm-hmm. we will see. I'm sure they could, I, like I don't I don't know if they'll get caught, but whoever they sold it to, like uh, uh, source code is is specific to the uh, to the writers, right? So they they know what's out there. So it's it's pretty much the the code itself is a fingerprint. So if you if you come out there and make Cyberpunk 3077, they're gonna be like, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. 
It's like, yeah. I think, I think we, I think we know who, who bought it, who bought source code. I think we got it. Right. You're right about that. Yeah. They should be able to uh, kind of uh, identify if another company, like you said, another company just makes another game that's exactly like the same, same like characters, but like a diff- different scenery or something. Right. But, right. So it's always going to be there. They're, it's always going to have that fingerprint. Um, right. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think about it that respect. That's true. Yeah, but like you said, somebody has a lot of money. I don't know who who has between yeah. one and seven million dollars for source right. code. Like right. That's a right. that's, that's a grip. I don't know. I don't know who paid for that. It's probably Russia. Yeah, <laughs> and whoever did, they obviously feel like it's an investment that they can make money off it. They can make more than what they paid for it. Right. Assumingly, you know. It, like, it oh, could be another. Million. It yeah. could be another gaming studio too. Don't put. Don't rule that out. Right. right? Like it could right. be another gaming studio that's like, hey, we want to get bigger in the biz or whatever it is you know what I mean? right so and that's a risky you know that's a risky business yeah. right there if they're like ready willing to put their uh on a company stake in a, in a right in an offshoot of like bidding for this source code if they get discovered and then all of a sudden they get you know obviously they get <laughs> discovered and then they get in trouble and then their company's like thrown in the trash basically but you got to prove so. it in court, right? So it's like right, right. It's true. It in court. Samsung and Apple have been in court constantly over the last several years, right? Neither one of them is doing bad. <laughs> right, right. So, no, you're right. I mean, you got to prove it in court. Right. Absolutely, and I'm sure that's a hard thing to prove, especially with uh, everybody's buying things with it, like Bitcoin and all that kind of stuff. I think you can track stuff somehow, but it's still kind of like a. Uh, I think it's kind of a, a, a you know unregulated, and it's kind of hard to like identify exactly who's buying what through those uh right methods so yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully some more information will come out by next week so we can kind of follow up uh because this one was moving pretty quick like I, I posted when it was stolen and then like literally a couple of days later it was like oh somebody bought it so yeah it's pretty fast moving yeah. story right but right speak, speaking of like so this is a good story speaking of stories i don't like <laughs> we, <laughs> we can go into the uh the virtual sizzle uh and yeah. the uh, topic Oh, I don't know why you don't like this one, but uh, so so this story, um, this one comes straight straight from uh, securitymagazine.com, and it's by uh, John Roman, but it's uh, it's titled "Considering the Value of Leveraging Virtual uh, Chief Information Security Officers VSIS, VS, uh, VCISO." <laughs> so it's essentially, it's a an article describing, uh, basically describing the the. Uh, the benefit or the maybe the business of hiring these uh, maybe you call them like virtual CS- CISOs to uh, basically they, they work almost like a consultant or maybe like a part-time CS- CISO so that they they come to your business they see you've got some vulnerabilities some some, some security incident or even if you're or you're being proactive and you're trying to get your systems up to snuff so you don't get compromised like uh, like the people with, uh, you know, with the uh, cyberpunk and all this kind of stuff. Um, you're trying to get your systems up up to snuff to make sure that they're, they're protected and we're secured. Um, so these, CISO, these VCISOs come into your business and they take a look at your, your, your network, your infrastructure, and they make recommendations. And, you know, since this pandem- pandemic, um, and this article talks about it too, that uh, cyber, cyber attacks and data security breaches are at an all-time high. Um, due to increase of remote work. Um, and according to recent information uh, system security uh, association and enterprise strategy group survey, 63% of cybersecurity professionals 
have seen an increase in cyber attacks and security breaches related to the pandemic. So you've seen like an influx of, of attacks. People are working remotely. Everybody's connecting to their, to their job site remotely, connected to the VPN, or maybe they just over, right over the internet. They're downloading files. They're sending emails. They're having these Zoom calls. They're having Teams calls. They're doing all this kind of stuff. And you know, some of this data is getting out there. And some of these, uh, you know, some of these companies, some of these businesses don't have all these measures in place to, uh, to secure themselves. So this is where the, uh, the VCISO comes in, into uh, the picture. Um, you know, they're, they're here to, they're, you know, there to like, you know, look out for your company. And, uh, you know, there's some, some disadvantages to hiring the, the, these, these individuals because, you know, they are, uh, you know, for the most part kind of off the street or so they're not part of your company. So um, they likely need time to understand the culture and business operations of the company. So they need to learn about your operations, how everything works. They have to do some assessments and it's going to take some time to spin them up on everything that's, uh, that's going on there. Um, and second, depending on the contractual agreements, uh, a company can have unrealistic expectations that they are getting a full-time person for the cost of somebody that's doing less than 20% of the 20, 20% of the work. So they're kind of like part-time, but they're getting paid like a full-time employee, which I wouldn't mind doing myself. But uh, that's something that these companies <laughs> have to consider, especially these uh, CISOs, 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 I can't say it, but they have, uh, I'm sure they have top dollar uh, paychecks. You know, these guys are making, you know, over $200,000 a, a year for, you know, for their services. So um, these guys are, are making some bank. Um, and um, obviously these people, the, the, I think the good, th good thing about them is that they obviously are going around. They've seen like a lot of businesses, you know, if you get some other experience, they've gone around to a lot of different companies. So they kind of know a lot of what other businesses are doing, what they have success with and what's had they've identified as some failures. And so it's kind of like a, uh, it is a good resource in that, that respect that they have that experience and that, that knowledge of other companies. And they're not like, not like they've been working for the same company for 80 years and they don't, haven't seen anything else that, that um, they can relate to or kind of use as a uh, business case or uh, a, good, a good example of, uh, of how to do uh, uh, a, a proper security uh, uh, response. So, that's pretty much the gist of the story, but did you guys have some, some ideas or some, some thoughts on how, how this, this operation works? Go ahead, Ryan. Yeah, so I like everything you said. You took all the good stuff uh, out of the article because you're, <laughs> such, you're such an optimist, which is which optimistic <laughs> stuff over there. Right. Uh, they lost me with this paragraph. Uh, it's only like two sentences. It says, for a fraction of the salary for full-time CISO, companies can hire a V-CISO which is an outsourced security practitioner, all the stuff that you said, uh, on an ongoing, typically part-time basis with the same skill set and expertise of the conventional uh, CISO. No, you can't. No. <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not going to work two, three CISO jobs. Like I, I don't right. want it to go. I don't want to go that way is my, my concern. Right. Like if you want to hire me to be your part-time CISO at full-time pay, okay. Right, right. Dude, like, I think we, can, we can do this. But I would like my, my preference, of course, would be I want you to onboard me into your company. So I have a vested interest and make sure it's secure. And then we can have a very great partnership going forward. Uh, if you're just hiring me at a fraction of what I cost, you're going to get a fraction of uh, that, that, uh, that partnership. Because right. I, I have two or three other companies to also, you know, uh, do remotely at that point. I just... Maybe as a as a as a part time hustle, it might work. Like I'm a full time sizzle somewhere else, or uh, ISSM, or something like that, and then I'm a part time sizzle over here. But 
If this, if this is what if this is what the industry is going towards, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm upset. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> what about you, Shannon? So I, I'll tell you, I actually this this was the one that turned me off. Actually, you you had a different paragraph from the one I saw. So. There's a spot in here that says many in-house IT departments are multifaceted and may not have the time or resources to properly manage all IT functions, especially as they relate to information security. Then you don't need to be in the game. Like that's my thinking of that, right? Like if that's, right. If that's where you are, get out of right. the game or outsource it completely to someone else, right? That can that can provide you the services you need. Don't try to to half-ass it, and then you run into the situation where because here's the thing, I don't I don't believe you can have a part-time CISO. Like that is a full-time job. Like if you were doing what you were supposed to be doing, you need to be available all the time, right? Yeah. Uh, any type of, any, any type of uh, attack on the company or, or, or some type of uh, cybersecurity incident or something like that, it can happen any time of the day or night, mm-hmm. right? So if I, have, if I have my full-time job where I'm working eight to five for somebody else and this other company tries to call me at nine o'clock, I can't do that. More than likely, I can't do that anyway. I'm on another company's time, right? So then I have to tell you, wait till 5.30 when I get home and then we can address this, right? As more time goes by, which is not what you want either, right? Like if you have some type of security incident or something needs to be handled by a CISO, it needs to be addressed right then and there as quickly as possible, right? I can't be giving you part-time uh, part-time hours or say only contact me during this time frame, right? Right. Because right. if you're hi- if you're hiring someone for CISO expertise, they have the expertise to be valuable somewhere else on a full-time basis, right? Like you were talking about, Ryan. It's just right. like side hustle or whatever. That that that's what that's what got me. Um, and like I said, with the paragraph that I read, don't you can't be in the game then if you don't have the resources or you can't fully support it. Um, is my thinking behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically right. Donnell Jones, right? Uh, all her love, <laughs> half her time. No, man. I'm sitting there sad playing the piano. <laughs> he's, he's looking to the restaurant, he has gla- hand, hand on the glass, he's looking to the restaurant, singing to her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got people that are going to have to try to find the video now, right? Like, oh, man. Not everybody's going to get the reference. <laughs> if I could sing, I would, I would sing that part. It's hilarious. <laughs> He's out, out there scatting at the uh, window. I don't know. I, th- I think it's. I, I just don't think it's a a, a good way to move forward because, like you said, um, it's a full time job, uh, yeah. and then you're gonna want to fault the CISO uh, when you get your breach because you didn't. You don't have the people, so you don't. You don't have the the IT department because you can't afford them either. You don't have the CISO full time, and then when you get um, ransomware, now it's his his or her fault. Uh, so uh, there's too much risk. On mm-hmm. on all fronts, it doesn't make sense to me. But yeah. I could be wrong. Maybe maybe they get quick with it. Maybe it's some kind of automation. Maybe I'm in a call center of CISOs. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> you know surrounded I mean? by CISOs <laughs> with the with the, the auto dialer, like I'm telemarketer. I don't know. <laughs> that's right. I think that's a good point, though. That you guys were making that the uh, obviously, you know, companies that don't have a uh, a security team in place are already kind of like in a uh, I don't know, kind of shooting themselves in the foot. Right off the gate, um, and obviously, if they if they're like waiting for something to happen, and then they're gonna call this guy like, "Hey, I need your help now." Something you know, something broke. You know, they have to like either I don't know. They're gonna be spending so much money, just we're kind of wasting the money, just trying to call this person every every other day, trying to figure out what's going on in their in their system. Something something breaks all of a sudden. Um, but these people should not be in the game if they don't have their stuff um, maintained and secured, especially depending on what their what their business uh what the business is if it's handing like 
customer data, customer information. I mean, that's just asking for trouble. And that's asking yeah. like to get sued or, you know, to end up having, yeah, end up getting sued or having, having your business shut down because you didn't properly protect somebody's data and it got out there and then they, their life got ruined or what have you. So that's yeah. what I got to say about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to knock it now until I think of a genius idea how to do it. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> v sizzle platform. Yeah. yeah. Some subcontract sizzles or something. I don't know. Right. I don't know how it's going to work. Mm-hmm. No clue. Hey, listeners, please remember that you can support this podcast directly by becoming members of the show's Patreon. Here, you'll be able to listen to the podcast seven days early, completely ad-free. However, in these trying times, we understand that you may not be able to become a Patreon just yet. In that case, please listen to the show once it's available on free feeds. Leave us constructive feedback and share with your blurred friends and family. Thank you. Uh, but moving on to uh, how how thing how I don't understand how things work. Let's go topic number uh, number two with Shannon. All right, this one. So it's going to be two articles I reference here. Right, the first one's from the BBC. Um, says hackers try to poison water supply of the Florida of this Florida city. Right, and when I saw this, uh, Ryan, I know uh, I know you got some peeps, you know, down in that area and whatnot. Yeah. Hey. How close are you to this? You know what I mean? When I saw yeah, this. Like, I, had, I had to Google it. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I was like, down in Florida, I was like, I know somebody that got family in Florida. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah. what, what happened was um, a hacker um, increased the amount of sodium hydroxide, which was lye, in uh, the city of Oldsmar's water treatment system. Yeah. Uh, worker spotted it and reversed the action, right? So, um, so here's the thing. There is a little bit in your drinking water anyway, right? But it's one of those things where it's this many parts per million, right? And they just went way over and above because the content's usually 100 parts per million and it was up to 11,000 parts per million, right? So the second article I'm going to reference on this, and this is, this is why we bring it up, not necessarily for the hacking, but for something that we, we do all the time. It's from Engadget.com, right? So hacked Florida water plant, well, hacked Florida water plant used shared passwords and Windows 7 PCs. Oh my gosh, right? And how often, how seriously, how often do we say, okay, keep your stuff up to date, do this, do that, you know what I mean? Because when it comes to Microsoft's product, right? I'm not saying they have a bad product. 90 some odd percent of the world uses Microsoft's product. It is a good product, right? But Windows 7, all right, first off, uh, Microsoft usually does about a 10-year run of doing support, right, before they come up on end of life on their products. And for Windows 7, I want to say it was the end of 2009, I think it was. So you had until about 2019 or like January 2020, I think it was, when they stopped supporting Windows 7 with updates, right? But they've given you another product. It's not like they stopped supporting it and saying, okay, well, you're just you're just out whatever, right? They gave you another product. They've had different operating systems that they stay patched with all the time already right so mm-hmm. th- th- it, it kills me and, and i've seen this not just here but i've seen this in other places too right um with having uh windows operating systems that are older because the developers are lazy is what it comes mm-hmm. down to right like they don't want to they don't want to come up and go to the newest product because it's more work for them it's better for them to just maintain and keep this as it is um i've seen it before where where, where companies have reached out to Microsoft to say, hey, Microsoft will support you with older systems if you pay them, right? But it's one of those things where is that, the, is that a good use of your money, right? And again, nothing against Microsoft, right? They're, they're, 
they're taking time to have their people come out and do something for to, to, to try to protect something that they no longer support, right? So they have to be able to pay to get that work done. I have no problem with that. My point is that they have provided other operating systems and patches for you to be able to, to do what you need to do effectively. Now, the shared passwords thing, this is another thing, right? Even like, this is a problem just from an auditing perspective. So even if it wasn't, even if it wasn't a, a way that they got in, when it comes to auditing, if you have shared passwords, you don't know who did what at what time, right? If there's a right. group of 10 of us that are using the same group password, you don't know who came in at 11 o'clock at night on a Sunday when nobody should have been there or when that, or when one person wasn't supposed to be there and went in and did whatever they did. So that's something that it, it shouldn't even have been an issue for this. It shouldn't have been something they were doing, period, just from an auditing perspective of what they need to do. But right. in, in these articles, they actually mention about how uh, you know, water plants and, and, and different uh, infrastructure things are kind of, they're kind of vulnerable, right? Like this one was hooked up to, in, in, uh, to hooked up to the internet first off, mm-hmm. right? So it's right. one of the things where if you're going to do something like this, that's this important when it comes to utilities and things like that, you would think it would be standalone of some type, right? That controls whatever systems are there. But that was not the case in this instance. So I, it, it kind of, it kind of baffled me when I saw this. Like, man, how are we still doing this? And how is this still happening in 2021, right? And again, like with the 10 year thing with Microsoft's operating system, that's not a secret, right? Like Microsoft tells you that. Like, once this gets released, you'll get about 10 years worth before we're like, okay, end of life. And and they tell you notices at least a year in advance. Like, hey, this is not going to be supported. You know, they keep reminding you. It's not going to be supported. It's not going to be supported. So mm-hmm. I mean, we can't mm-hmm. put this on Microsoft. We got to put this on the company themselves for not protecting like they should have. You know what I mean? What you what you mm-hmm. got on this, LeVon? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, uh, yeah, and I noticed as well in the article that uh, like kind of bridging off what you just were talking about. Um, apparently, they also maybe had used TeamViewer to uh, access some of the, uh, to actually maybe take control of the desktop. Um, so I wonder... You know, uh, I just kind of gla- glanced through the Engadget um, article. They, they they mentioned that, you know, that they obviously they were moving the cursor on the screen. And that's when the person kind of saw that what they were trying to do. And they quickly like grabbed the mouse. Like, oh, what are you doing? Whoa, hold up. <laughs> and so they kind of stopped it from, uh, you know, manipulating these, uh, these uh, water levels. And uh, yeah, I think it's just like, you know, it's just like, you know, obviously it's, it's kind of like a, it's a poor, um, I think a, a poor job of, of, of this particular plant to, to properly secure. Um, and I, I, I don't like, uh, you know, bad mountain, you know, any company or anything like that, but just they have to reevaluate how they're handling their um, cybersecurity and just updates in general, just the kind of basic, basic things that, you know, anybody should be doing, even at your home computer, you should be updating your, your, your computer. You probably want to, you know, decide to get off, you know, windows seven, that's not really supported. Uh, any longer, you probably want to go ahead and upgrade to maybe the latest and greatest so that you have a, a properly secured system. And obviously, with the password sharing thing, that's just you know, it's kind of a basic kind of basic knowledge that you don't share a password. You don't share your password with with your your bank account to anybody else, or maybe your wife or something. But you don't you don't put that out to an entire company. Um, you know, so I don't think you should be doing this in this situation. So you you can maintain accountability if somebody's doing something incorrectly. Um, they do something malicious that you know exactly what account did it and who did it. Um, sharing like some sort of like service account that everybody can access is not the way uh, a proper way of securing securing their, their stuff. So I think it's a, it's an interesting story. I think it's kind of funny that you know I 
just looking at the article, I, I and just knowing how Team Reviewer works, I've used that. I actually I've used it every now and then. Um, so like when I'm troubleshooting my mom's computer, I'll connect to her her computer via Team Viewer. So it's like it's very like robust. It's very you know pretty easy to use, and it seems like as long if they had a password to Team Viewer, that's pretty much all they would need to be able to access uh, the system. I wonder. I, I really wonder if it really was even the Windows Seven. Uh, any vulnerabilities within the, the Windows Seven itself, or just the access that they had a password for Team View and they just connected and they would move the cursor around. That's all you really need um, to actually access the system like that. But nonetheless, it just they they need to get off of Windows Seven. They need to secure the passwords and they need to uh, uh, yeah, I think those are the main two things. And then they just need to to make sure they're keeping everything up to date and patching and um, make sure everything's uh, secure. But I think that's my my thoughts on that. You have anything on, on, on that, Ryan? Yeah, that's uh, I'm I, I was not surprised. I was surprised of his location because uh Osmari yeah. is really close to Tampa. So I was yeah. like, oh that, that's a problem. Uh but I wasn't surprised because uh, I, I want to say back when we were in uh Virginia together, um there was talk of like SCADA systems needed to be more robust. Um <laughs> Uh, there's vulnerabilities in the power grid. They, they didn't really talk about water, but you, you kind of figure any industrial system that's providing the service all had their share of being outdated and needing um, uh, repair and whatnot. And they were talking about like, we need more, this is before they even said we need more uh, IT professionals. They're like, we need more people who understand SCADA systems to revamp these because uh, bad actors or, or nation states can get in here. I'm surprised it took this long to, like that's that's my surprise it took this long to get there. Uh, thankfully, uh, at least no nobody was sleep at the wheel. You know what I mean? Like, yes, their systems were not robust. Like, I don't understand. Like, where, where you should, is there no radius servers, no TACX? Like, well, how are you authenticating people? Uh, and then on top of it, like you said, Windows Seven systems. Like, like they might as well have like Windows ME running yeah. or something. Like, because they're all out of date, right? Like, you don't have the the most up to date um, operating system. But just it not being air gapped. Like, how oh, yeah. how do you have something? That has the ability to poison millions of people. Right. That's the internet. Right. <laughs> yeah, I meant to say that too. That's a really good point. I don't know. I don't understand why this system's on the internet. Hey, so, yeah, I'm sorry. Right. Why is it? Yeah, why is it not air gapped? Like, so all this stuff, I think, is going to come to fruition. Like, because uh, this is just a, a test run. Like, we, we saw it happen, and now we we know we need to burn it to the ground and start over. Because, um, like, Florida is has its issues. But they're, <laughs> They're, they're not the poorest of states. So, I mean, if it happened there, it could happen anywhere, right? Osmar's not that far away from Tampa. It's, it's, it's right next to a, a major hub. So, that's what, what about, you know, backwards? Uh, I'm not going to name a state, offend somebody. But <laughs> other states near Florida um, <laughs> that, that prior even uh, less robust. Like, uh, and then it scales from there. So, what if they want to do this in New York? You know what I mean? Like we had another Flint, Michigan type situation um, uh, through the through the poisoning. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't get it. I like this this show like makes me excited about um, future career opportunities <laughs> because there's so many vacant jobs. There's no right. way, no way they had uh, a sizzle. They, they but whoever this this man or woman was, I say the day, he he or she needs uh, a medal. Because <laughs> that, that was that person wasn't there for play play. Like he was really going to poison. He or she was really going to poison people. Yeah, and just, just be okay with it. So right. Yeah, that's it's, true. It's wild out there. Like y'all, y'all need me. Like <laughs> it, it, 
it will prompt some changes. Something else they mentioned in the article that, that that we didn't say was that they didn't have any type of firewall solution either, right? So you can't be connected to the internet and not have any type of firewall solution. Like, how, how was that? When was it built? Is my question. Like, when, when was the system built? Like, I, I don't know how long Oldsmar has been a city with it, water treatment plant. Yeah, no, uh, Windows Defender, at least something. McAfee running in the background? Come on. Right. Like, I, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. Like, there's so every there's so many things. Like, when they go through the checklist of all the things that are wrong, they can be like, yo, <laughs> who, yeah. who is our security person? I bet you they don't, they don't exist. Right. I think they probably, like, uh, you know, like you said, no security person, probably just random, random person's kind of set up their network and they probably made it nice and convenient so that they can they can access the water system from their house so that they don't, they don't have to come in and, yeah. and do something like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of tired today. I don't feel like coming to work. So I just get on my computer, connect to the team viewer, just modify these sodium levels or whatever. And then, uh, you know, go play with yeah, the kids. I can believe it. That sounds like, like not, not to offend anybody out there, but that sounds like an engineer. Like they, they have all the keys to the kingdom and they, they don't think of the security part. They think about the um, efficiency part. Like, yes, that would be very efficient. Like COVID hit, I can, I can do everything I need to do from the house and then mm-hmm. he or she got there probably got their password compromised like you said using the uh the rdp what what uh what what system did they use to uh remote yeah. in team viewer team viewer yeah, they, yeah they probably got the keys to the kingdom and then they they went yeah. in and did a test run yeah uh, luck, luckily somebody was like because you got to think like i don't know from my perspective like what working at a water treatment uh plant is probably boring like i, I, I <laughs> I'm in there playing my P- my PSP or my uh, right <laughs> my playing a Game Boy and Nintendo Switch. Or something. You see the uh, the arrow scroll? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I could see them like scrambling, like grabbing the mouse. Like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting story though. It's it's like so much wrong with it. Like like you guys were mentioned, I just the, I think the whole air gap thing is just kind of surprising to me. I mean, I can understand some sort of like network functionality maybe internally but maybe not so much like connecting to the web and internet and all this kind of stuff for remote access right. um, especially if they don't have anything like you know they don't have any kind of like security mechanism in place no firewalls no um i don't know intrusion detection system something to the effect that they're they're maintaining and watching traffic coming to the network it right. just seems like a just a lot of a lot of a lot of no-nos now, I wonder how many other systems, how many other water plants, power plants, um, whatever like important like, uh, you know, social or government like installations oh, yeah. have like these type of systems that are on the internet that are, you know, not patched properly, that are open, that are just waiting for somebody to kind of compromise. They haven't compromised them already. Yeah, um, I, w- I would I would say potentially it was a, a system that was monitored by SolarWinds maybe and they had to stand down for a while. And maybe that's how they didn't see it. But if you yeah. if you have Windows Seven and group accounts and yeah. remote desktop, you probably didn't have a monitoring software. Right. <laughs> so right. There probably yeah. is no excuse. I'm just trying to think of like why would this yeah. government agency not monitor their system? Uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. It's it's, it's very like and save all that money too. They'd be like, oh yeah, our engineer is our CISO. You'd be like, right, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> The same, yeah, the same person managing the water systems or the is the CISO. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but there's money to be made out there, ladies and gentlemen. There's there's a job for all of us. <laughs> so many. <vacancies. laughs> that's right. That's right. You can do it. Yeah. 
That's crazy, cool. though. I think that's a, a good conclusion to uh, to doom, doom and gloom article we yeah. had there. <laughs> <laughs> go, everybody, go get some water right now just to drink it up. Like we still Man. can never know when somebody's gonna get into the system and just like put some. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I live somewhere where they put too much fluoride in the water one time they they had to they had to shut it down um that was in alaska mm. they, made, they made a mistake they put uh 100 times the amount of sodium or no i'm sorry 100 times the amount of fluoride in there which i don't think it'll, it won't kill you quick and make you sick make your teeth fall out so they had to, to stop they had to, mm. to put signs on every door tell everybody don't drink the water drink bottled water oh. until they were able to flush the system Oh wow, mm. that's crazy. Yep, I was like, fluoride makes your teeth fall out. I thought fluoride was good for your teeth, but I guess uh, you know, I don't know if you keep putting on it when you, yeah, on it when you go to the dentist, right? Like, <laughs> right. Every everything in moderation. So right. I know, and I've talked to people that I was never stationary, but in Europe, they used to get fluoride tablets because they don't treat their water with it. So like, they would have service members that were stationed in Europe, and they would give them fluoride tablets to put in their water and whatnot. To kind of help them out with that, so I gotta talk to a, a dentist about that. Like, cause that, I, what did people do before there was fluoride? <laughs> no, yeah, I mean like, right? Well, they right. died. They died. They died in their forties. That is true. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if it's was of the that fluoride. the reason? Yeah, was that the reason? Right, lack right. Of, lack of fluoride. I don't know. Yeah, a healthy know. balance. Yeah. Uh, they need to hire me to be uh, a, a medical professional. Like they hire people to be uh, sizzles and stuff. Like you don't need experience. <laughs> you yeah, just need right. Time. Yeah. Like, like you don't need you don't need fluoride here. Have some of this. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know people. Have some of this snake right. oil. <laughs> snake oil. <laughs> <Yeah. right. laughs> so I, I think it's a, a good good time to talk about. Uh, so what have you guys been uh, watching or playing um, this past week? So I've been getting into, uh, I've been really uh, enjoying Warrior on uh, HBO Max. This one's about, uh, uh, I, I kind of described about it last week, but just a, it's a, a Chinese, pretty much immigrant coming to the States. Obviously, no, he, not obviously, but he knows some martial arts. He's uh, pretty much, a, it's a Bruce Lee um, uh, storyline that he came up with before he passed away, a, a story that he wanted to uh, pr- uh, produce or show he wanted to produce. And, um, but they're just now coming out with it and they've done, you know, really, really great job on that. I think so far, it's like really, really engaging. It's very like kind of edgy. It's got like some, some, some crazy killing scenes of people using martial arts and, uh, people making love and all this kind of stuff, some crazy mess. Um, but it's, uh, it's really entertaining. I think it's really good. I think you guys probably enjoy it. If you guys like, uh, I don't semi-violent series with uh with gangs like and like <laughs> yeah yeah you got some gangs in there like these, these two like chinese gangs going at each other and you got like the the police officers that are kind of corrupt and some of them are good trying to look out for the people and then uh people like get these immigrants out of my country type stuff and um uh, you know kind of symbolizes some of the stuff going on in, in the states today but it's uh it's kind of interesting to watch i think it's, it's really really enjoyable um that's what i've been watching and i've been playing some uh uh, Yakuza Zero, on. Uh, okay. I've been playing on that on my Xbox, and uh, it's pretty badass. I like it so far. It's been really entertaining. It's very like story driven, and um, it's like really fun fighting and all this kind of stuff. 
Um, those have been my two big things uh, last last week here, but I've been dabbling in some Destiny and uh, uh, yeah, playing a little bit of Destiny 2 on, a, on, a, on the Xbox as well. But yeah, I need to get back into uh, uh, I need to get back into Miles Morales. Um, I started that a little while ago, but I've been trying to clear out some of my queue, but I want to get back to Miles Morales. My wife just got, got me that for the PlayStation uh, a little while back. So I'm going to finish that one off too. But that's been my, my main stuff I've been playing lately. How about you guys? You guys got any, anything you're watching or playing? So I, I just I just want to put it out there that Shannon was not the one that said he likes to watch violence, okay? Look, look, I, I ain't saying no names, but I'm just eliminating Shannon from the digital world. He likes to watch violence. I actually have not I actually have not played video games in a while. I actually started rewatching uh this show Elementary. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this. It's a Sherlock Holmes thing. I've actually seen the series before, but I started watching it again. Like I, I like stuff like that. Like I watch the BBC version of 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 uh of Sherlock that has uh Benedict Cumberpatch in it. Um, mm. I've watched this one. Like I like the Sherlock Holmes stuff. You know, I've seen the movies with, with Robert Downey Jr. You know, I like those. Yeah, yeah those are good. stuff like that. But I've really just been been rewatching that. Um, I don't. I honestly, I don't know if I have bought the video games up on the new TV since I bought it. I gotta actually do that to see how that looks. Actually, mm. I, mean, I got mm-hmm. I got a, I got a previous gen console. I ain't in the next gen. Mm. Dang. Wow, dang, that's a shame. I still want to see it on on seventy five inches. You know what I mean to see what that looks like. That's true. That's true. But no, that's nice. I I mean, I hope so. I hope so. Right? Like eventually, I'll get that next gen and and be wowed by it. Right? But (laughs) uh, yeah, that's that's kind. That's kind of all I've been doing. Is is uh, I I went and got Hulu Live last week. So um, actually, it was the day of the Super Bowl. Actually, so I watched Mm. the Super Bowl. Uh, which was a little disappointing, but I mean, it is what it is. But yeah, yeah, I wanted that to be a little bit more back and forth. Is this too one sided? Yeah. That was like a. Here's here's the thing. Give give the Bucks their credit. They won the game, right? But like, right, Kansas City was at a disadvantage, right? You had offensive linemen gone. You had right. you had Patrick Mahomes like limping around out there. Like, yeah, it wasn't, it yeah. wasn't what, what it was supposed to be based off of how it was advertised. So right. There was a lot going on. There. He would have been. He, he could have potentially been well rested had he not played against the Bills. Mm. Mm. Just is, that, is, that, is that what you wanted? Is that what you wanted? <laughs> no, no, I, I I I want anybody but Brady to win. Anyone mm. again? That's what Brady right. does. <laughs> right. No, but, but, right. But I felt, I felt good for Bruce Arians though. That's the thing. So like the coach of the Buccaneers, like I like him. Like he is. He he's one of those guys that. He was an offensive coordinator. So he he was an offensive coordinator around Andrew Luck, Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, I'm missing one. There's one I'm missing. Uh, was it Kurt Warner? I think Kurt Warner, when he went out to Arizona, um, like he he has been around a lot of successful quarterbacks. And it took him a while to get a head coaching job. Um, that, that Actually, he got his first head coaching job when, uh, uh, I'm trying to remember his name, Pagano of the Colts got sick. He, got, he had uh, leukemia, I think it was. And mm. he had to miss a year, and then he filled in and actually won Coach of the Year. Bruce Arians actually wow. got Coach of the Year when he filled in for the Colts because they again with Andrew Luck, like he's the quarterback right. whisperer. So I, I was good to see. Uh, to, it was good to see Bruce Arians get his. You know, no risk it, no biscuit. But 
<laughs> like it didn't it didn't do anything to cement Tom Brady's legacy. Like you, you can already arguably say he's the goat. I know you don't want to hear that being a Bills fan, Ryan. I know, but, but I, I, he yeah. is he is. But I, don't make me like him though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I respect I respect the game. I respect his ethic, right. uh, but he beat us up for way too long. I can't I can't enjoy his games. Yeah, but y'all 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 doing your thing now, though, man. Y'all doing yeah, it. trying to. It should be a good season. Um, coming up, like, I, I'm excited. Like, uh, I think we'll I think we'll go back. But uh, again, we still have Mahomes. He'll be back. You know what I mean? Like uh, the Ravens are a problem. They'll be back. Like we got. Our our division's not the problem. It's once we get out of our division, it starts getting getting rough out there. I don't, I don't know about us, man. We got, we got an offensive tackle that says he's a left tackle and wants to wants. To, he hasn't said he wants to be gone, but we already have a left tackle. He filled in the left tackle when Ronnie Stanley got hurt, so he's like, I'm a left tackle. That's what I do. So we can't move him back to the right side. He ain't gonna be happy about it. So we're probably gonna lose him, and that's gonna hurt, right? Like if we run so much, I I, I don't want. I don't want Lamar Jackson to be running because he has no protection. <laughs> you know I, mean? I, don't, I don't want it to look like I don't want it to look like Mahomes on Sunday, right? Like as soon as he gets the ball, it's like, oh man, I got to run forty yards before I do a Superman and throw the ball. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. Well, then it bounces off of somebody's helmet. Like they yeah, yo, you saw the meme where he, he was he's breaking, he's breaking out the pocket every time. Right. <laughs> Helmet. <laughs> yeah. Guys are missing balls. Like, what the yeah. heck? His receivers were not helping him out that much either. But yeah, yeah. And, and I'll tell you right now, the 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 refs, I, I hate to do this, right? Like Kansas City's defense is not stout, but the referees had it out for them on Sunday. And I don't know why. Like, yeah, that's really where they lost the game. Over stuff that I was like, what? <laughs> like, are we really yeah. doing this right now? So yeah, yeah. still got still gotta score touchdowns though. Yes. But no, but no. but again, like their offensive line was beat up. Uh, like right. Mahomes had surgery on Tuesday or Wednesday for his toe. Like turf toe did in Deion Sanders. You know what I mean? Like there's there's guys whose careers have ended off turf toe. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. he went and had surgery for it Tuesday or Wednesday. I can't remember which day it was. So I mean, he was injured. Offensive line was hurt. Uh, receivers are dropping balls. You know what I mean? When he's running right. around for forty yards and then getting it to him. So I mean, it was a lot. It was a lot to to deal with and. It happened. Yeah. Give, give the Bucks their credit, man. Yeah, yeah, they did it. They did it. Yeah, you think he's gonna come part. back? Uh, he's coming back next season. Get get oh, yeah. eight rings. You can try yeah, to get ten back. rings. You can try to get like a try to get the uh, 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 the gauntlet, two gauntlets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you two, got two Infinity Stone gauntlets. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a different. I know. I know people have seen uh, the Jordan picture where he has the six rings on there, right? Yeah. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the one with Bill Russell. Bill Russell has 11 rings. Yeah. So oh, like Bill oh, Russell damn. has one. Yeah. Like it's like doubling up on. Fingers. I didn't see that one. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like Bill Russell's got 11. He's like, hey, don't forget about me. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, don't forget about me. I'm in right. that picture because they're trying to say which one's the go. Is it is it Jordan or is it Brady? And then it's a picture of him in the middle <laughs> with all the rings. <laughs> that, that picture, but that picture is old. Like that picture is a few years old where he did that. Like where he had 11. I was like, yeah, let's not forget that. You know. I mean, right. Yeah, that's right. very true. Mm. Damn. <laughs> oh, uh, what, uh, what have I been playing uh, or doing? So I've been. I don't have a show really to watch. I'm trying to find a show to watch. So I might start to warrior up. So is, is warrior subbed or dubbed, or is it a native English? Like what? What? So they do like a really good job in that. So what they do is, uh, uh, it's it's technically it's pretty much all English. But what they do is like 
they do like this cool effect where where they will somebody will be talking English like a, a actually a Chinese actor will talk me talking to a Chinese another Chinese actor that's you know in the show they're they're both Chinese they're they're from China they they don't don't speak English and so they'll be starting to talk in Mandarin or Cantonese and then the camera will like shift and then all of a sudden they're starting to talk in English and they're actually because these actors okay. are actually uh, they maybe they're dual language they're both they're like bilingual so they actually speak both languages but the camera will shift and like it'll fit, like it'll kind of cross behind them and all of a sudden they're speaking English and so it's okay. like it kind of gives because people you know most people don't like to read subtitles a lot so they kind of shift and the, the actors will start talking English speaking English and then um, uh, they do that for most most part of the the series ninety percent of it is in English and then sometimes they start speaking in, in Cantonese or Mandarin and then they're they shift into like the English but they kind of show you when there's because they're like it's because there's some conflicts where the the English pe- or the the Americans don't know what the the, Jap- the the Chinese people are saying, so they're trying to make sure that you're kind of aware that they're speaking another language now and they're not speaking English, okay. even though they're they're conversating, but they're actually it's in English, but they're actually speaking Chinese, so the English person can't understand them. Um, yes. they kind of do that to kind of so you're not having to read subtitles the entire time. But, okay, yeah, I'll probably <laughs> add that. October. That's like Hunt for Red October. You ever seen Hunt for Red October? Oh, I've never seen they started in Russian when they were speaking, and then oh, okay. just transitions to English. But the rest of the movie is in English, though. But yeah, yeah, gotcha. I have to see that one. Yeah, I know that's a good movie too. I've never seen it though. Yeah, so I'll probably add that to my list. I've been watching uh, uh, Seven Deadly Sins, the, the anime on Netflix. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have to catch so I, I never, I never gave it a shot. I, like, I watched like maybe two episodes, and I was like, ah, it's too much fan service. It's, uh, it's not for me. Uh, yeah, but somebody told me he was like, no, 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 get through, get through half of the first season. So I did, and now I'm on like the third season. So I was like, okay, yeah. I, I get you. Like there is, it is very fan servicey, but um, yeah. actual storyline does pick up, and it does get uh, a lot better. Yeah, uh, but I'm like still, that. I'm still, I'm still doing it in, uh, in, in, uh, uh, dubbed, just so yeah. I could do my, do my work at the same time. Just, uh, yeah, disgusting. Yeah, how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> that, I, yeah I, I totally understand that I, I i prefer to watch all the animes and uh subtitle just because sometimes the english actors are just like terrible but uh it's very true uh, i understand or, or the nice. same actor yeah 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 <laughs> right for sure but I, I can't hate you on that so what you're trying yeah. to multitask yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna keep rocking with that and then i'm gonna i'll probably add warrior or whatnot but uh, i actually been playing yeah. a game i started uh control because it's a ps ps plus game for the month oh yeah mm-hmm. yep. so jan jackson's was, control actually... no it's not jan jackson but <laughs> 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 but it's actually really good um yeah I'm a, I'm a big fan of remedy games like max Payne. um uh i never really got into alan wake but i know it's really good uh but this one it it threw me off because i didn't expect for it to to play the way it plays like mechanically is sound but the story is very um fargo or twin peaks you know what i mean like it has that that campiness happening like i i, I like it i like it but it, it's just not i didn't expect it like you'll walk into a room and it's just humongous subtitles will pop up on screen <laughs> right so, you off you're like what what's happening he's talking yeah where's this voice coming from yeah, though the voices creep me out. The voices do creep me out, though. Like I'm in yeah. here by myself, and then they they yeah. talk in whispers. So they're like, sa, 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 sa. but right. you, they're actually saying something. So you're right. like, what are they saying? <laughs> right, I'm trying to listen into it. Yeah, I'm about to say it. I, I'm playing that one as well, so I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do yeah. like it though, and it, it plays well. I got it. I'm playing on a PS4 Pro. Um, yeah. it, froze, it only froze one time. I walked into a big 
um, atrium. I was like in uh, the research sector. I went down the staircase and it just froze, but they're still whispering. So, so, <laughs> so my computer's like this. He's like, right? He's like, <laughs> like this, this devil stuff. Did you, right. did you scare him to turn all your lights on? <laughs> like, oh, I was like, hell nah. That's scary. Man, what's going on? The game's coming alive. It's like, yeah, but it's fun. So I'm going through that. So yeah. uh, just just trying to take a break, man. Because I get in this class, it's gonna it's gonna be rough. I, um, the class itself costs seven grand. I want to say because mm. they provide you with uh, four months worth of material, uh, all the eBooks, as well as uh, a, it's supposed to be a stellar uh, remote laboratory. Because uh, remember CEH, we learn about the tools, watch videos about the tools, but you don't really use the tools. In this mm-hmm. one, you use the tools. You'll be actual analysts when you, uh, by the time you get done. Wow. Is yeah. it a SANS course? SANS? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, G- GAC, uh, GCFA is, uh, is, is the, what is called. So it's like, uh, I think it's like FOR 508 is the, the class number. But they say it's, it's a lot of material, and because it's a it's a three hour open book exam, that's how hard mm. it is. Wow! Are you gonna give me the books? Like give I had a books. good luck. Yeah, I had a coworker. <laughs> yeah, I had a coworker. He said it took all three hours, and he he yeah. actually had marked all his books out with uh, tabs so he could find stuff. So it still took him the whole time. Yeah. So even that's even crazy. if I like I plan on passing because it's a lot of money, but it, even if I didn't pass, I, it is still. Uh, give me a lot, a lot of knowledge I don't have. So mm-hmm. they fill in some gaps. Yeah, man, that's crazy though. Open book it and it's yeah, it's still three <laughs> hours. Yeah, they might, they're be like, mm, not this time. <laughs> right. They said they have vouchers though. They're like, hey, we got vouchers. We need to get rid of. I was like, bet. I want <laughs> give me that. Give me that voucher. So, so we'll see. Yeah, that sounds yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun though. I think. Uh, I think you have fun with that one. I, I think I, uh, I'm trying to remember. I can't remember exactly which exam it was. It might've been uh, either the certified ethical hacker or the uh, computer forensic investigator. I don't mm-hmm. say that was one of those tests were like longer than I, um, I think it was about maybe they gave you like two and a half or three hours or something like that on that one too. But it was all, it was still like all multiple choice. They didn't give you like open book or anything, but I think it was just like a lot of questions. Yeah, it's oh. probably because I still haven't taken um, uh, CHFI. Like every time yeah. I go to take it, something else pops up. So I was going to go take it and I had to renew my CCNA. Then I was going to go take it. Uh, and then I got into green belt training. And yeah. And uh, I, I was lining up again and then they're like, hey, we got vouchers. I was like, ah. Oh. Yeah. You're like, oh. <laughs> or they give you. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I was going to say, I just looked it up and they give you, they give you four hours for that test. Um, and it's for C- CHFI. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Test duration, four hours, number of questions, 150, uh, multiple choice. Um, yeah, there's a lot of questions on the thing. I give you four hours. I mean, not to say that you have to take a whole four hours, but uh, that's how much time yeah. they give you. That's a long time. That's that's like CISP is four hours, I think. Right, uh, Shannon? Is it four hours? I think it's 150 uh, questions. I think it's three, but it's, it's, remember it's adaptable, right? So 
you can go yeah. up to that many questions. You have so many that are just uh, beta questions, but it could stop at a hundred. It could stop at you know one hundred and fifty. But three, so, hours, I think, is what it is. I think it's three. Yeah. 180. So both times, 150. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> passing, All one passing is passing. That's, that's all that right. matters. That's right. That's a lot of questions. That's a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of work. But uh, I think that wraps this the show. I appreciate y'all. Uh, as always, me oh, yeah. flip. I always, I always do this. I start talking for. Why don't I open up the thing before I start talking? That would be the smart thing. <laughs> okay. uh, so shout out to our uh, Patreon patron. So uh, Anthony uh, Cater uh, for his support on the show. And uh, thank you for those listening to on the free feeds. Um, last but not least, thank you to Shannon. Thank you to LaVon for co-hosting the show. Thank you all for doing this video. So hopefully uh, it takes. <laughs> That's right. So if so, you guys will see it. Uh, the week after Valentine's Day is when uh, uh, it'll go to free feeds. So it'll only be uh, up there for, for Anthony, but hopefully he'll invite some friends. We get some more people in there and the, the, the Patreon. Uh, I think video will help also get us uh, out there. People love video. Video is king when it comes to social media. So uh, chop this up, take some funny parts out. Maybe. I keep saying that. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the, the audio will go where the audio normally goes. So we two fronts, right? Attack it from two fronts. Uh, and see see where we go from there. So uh, where can you find us? So you have the uh, the website, www.theothersideofthefirewall.com. You have our Patreon, The Other Side of the Firewall. You have our Twitter, at underscore firewall uh facebook page facebook group are also the other side of the firewall the instagram is the other side of the fw and now that i have video i'll actually put something on there uh and then our twitters i'm ry ry security guy that's r-y-r-y security guy and levon mm -hmm. regular ass levon maynard no don't put the regular <laughs> ass in there but just levon maynard <laughs> levon l-e-v-o-n m-a-y-n-a-r-d Hit me up if you want to, just to chat. <laughs> it is. You, you can find Shannon on uh, Signal. His... <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Get access to his messaging on Signal. <laughs> but, but I appreciate y'all, and uh, it, it's always fun. Every week is fun. So. That's we'll right. I'll let you later. That's for sure. Please. Take care. Right. Take care. Hey listeners, please remember that you can support this podcast directly by becoming members of the show's Patreon. Here you'll be able to listen to the podcast seven days early, completely ad-free. However, in these trying times, we understand that you may not be able to become a Patreon just yet. In that case, please listen to the show once it's available on free feeds, leave us constructive feedback, and share with your blurred friends and family. Thank you.